Tell me another story, Jim. Are you listening? Please pay attention. Listen to me. In my opinion, that sucked. Denied. That was awful. You suck. That sucked. Hey everybody, this is Jim Spruill from Zuza Films. Today I want to talk about rejection. How come? Well, because I'm very qualified to talk on the subject and because it's something that you might, at some point in your life, experience. Ever since I was a kid, I've seemed to embrace things that could easily be judged, criticized, and dismissed offhandedly by any and everyone who sees, reads, or hears it. Everything that I enjoy doing is basically subjective. And since there's no real right or wrong to what I'm doing, everybody gets to have an opinion on it, and they have the golden opportunity to reject it. And since I'm the guy who made the video, the script, the ad campaign, the painting, the song, the poem, or whatever it is, I'm the one who deals with that rejection. And believe it or not, this rejection is often provided by people who are incredibly unqualified to deal it out. Before I co-founded Zuza Films with my friends and partners Mickey Cohen and Now Yawada, I was in the exciting but completely combustible field of advertising. I started out as an assistant art director right out of college, and eventually made it all the way up to chief creative officer by the time I left that industry. And like pretty much anybody else in advertising, I've been laid off, I've been squeezed out, I've been in some disastrous mergers, I've been in great agencies that went out of business, etc., 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 which basically means that during that career, I faced down rejection and unemployment many, many, many times. Advertising is an industry that unfortunately is not known for long-term residency. My good friend, the late, great Ralph McGill, once said that a full-time job at an ad agency is really nothing more than freelance with health care and parking. He was a very smart man. Sometimes the notion of getting popped is so top of mind that people even invent ways to let each other know it's happened without having to say the words... I'm sorry, we have to lay you off. My friend Nick Bristow asked that if I ever had to lay him off, he just wanted me to walk into his office in a gorilla mask. Not to say anything, just walk in looking like a miniature King Kong, sit in his visitor's chair, nod, and leave. I never even got a chance to do that, mainly because I got laid off before he did. In my case, there was no gorilla mask involved. Just a quick, painful discussion with the owner of the agency and the head of HR. Thank you, Dave and Maria. And like everybody else in the advertising world, I've dealt with the rejection of not getting a job I really, really wanted. I've interviewed for jobs that were super sweet, jobs that I knew I was qualified for, and jobs that I knew would propel me to the front of the class, so to speak. And plenty of times, those jobs landed squarely in the laps of people that I felt had a lot less to bring to the party than I did. Was I misguided? Probably. Many years ago, I worked at a great agency in Bethesda, Maryland, that due to a really nasty recession, had to close its doors. So I was scrambling and looking for a job. My writing partner at that time was the brilliant Francis Sullivan, and he and I applied as a team at a local agency in the D.C. area. Well, after a couple of interviews with the creative director there, they hired my friend Francis, and rejection of rejections did not hire me. The CD there eventually called me to deliver the final blow. He clearly hadn't thought through his I'm not hiring Jim speech, and after stumbling around for words, started talking about birds and feathers and plumage. He was trying to find a poetic way to say that I didn't fit into their culture, but he got so twisted up in his own rhetoric that it became one of my favorite rejection moments. 
His speech devolved into something along the lines of, well, uh, Jim, that isn't to say that we don't want an agency, uh, uh, an agency where every bird's plumage is uh, the, the, the same, but sometimes you just know that one bird's plumage uh, might be too different, and your uh, plumage is a different kind of plumage. After not saying anything for about five minutes into his rambling plumage presentation, I told him I'd never been told that there was anything wrong with my plumage. But I told him that I understood I might not be a good fit. And although I was disappointed, he didn't ruffle my feathers. Yes, I actually said that. I think he was just happy when we hung up. (laughs) Another moment of beautiful rejection came from my client Rebecca Paul Hargrove. At the time, she was the president of the Georgia Lottery, and they were easily the agency's biggest and most visible client. In the 13 years that we worked for the lottery, we did hundreds and hundreds of TV and radio spots for Rebecca. Two weeks prior to this particular meeting, I'd presented three TV campaign ideas to Rebecca, and she had rejected all three. So, two weeks later, I brought back two new campaigns and represented one from the original meeting, the campaign that I loved the most the campaign that I knew would be killer, the campaign that I thought would make the agency famous. After I presented, Rebecca, who was smoking a cigarette, looked at me and said, well, obviously, Jim, you really like this campaign. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show it to five people. If those five people like it, and at this point, she took a long, slow drag off her cigarette and blew out a cloud of smoke and said, I'll find five who don't. Obviously, the campaign was never produced. (laughs) You gotta love Rebecca. And since I'm a musician, a writer, and a painter, the world offers me an endless bounty of rejection. A few years back, I submitted some of my work to a semi-famous art gallery in the exclusive Buckhead area just north of downtown Atlanta. The owner was an older woman who had the bedside manner of a pissed-off scorpion. But I didn't realize that until I made the hopeful trek to the city with an SUV full of my paintings. I loaded the paintings into her gallery and leaned them against the wall while she shuffled around in her back office. I'm assuming she was sharpening her claws with an old rusty knife she had just pulled from a dead body. She was that kind of gal. I let her know that I had the paintings lined up for her perusal. I had maybe three or four big ones lined up on a bare wall and several small ones that were still contained in a box designed to transport art from place to place. She ambled over and gave the big paintings a brief but confused glance. These pieces were mixed media on canvas, and I'd written small stories on them to add sort of an extra dimension to the painting itself. She walked over and reached into the box and pulled out a canvas that featured the profile of what was clearly, at least to me, a horse. She turned away from the painting, looked at me while still holding it, and asked very loudly, What is it, a possum? I pointed to the writing on the piece that said, I have more faith in a tired horse than I do in a strong man. No, ma'am, that's a horse. She let go of the painting, and it slid noisily back into the box. She straightened up and headed for her back office. While she walked away, she said over her shoulder, Well, I don't like paintings with writing on them. No, thank you, Mr. Spruill and she slammed her office door so hard that a few of her hung pieces shook on the wall. Ouch. Rejection. I could go on and on. I've been lucky enough to have people reject my music, my writing, my videos, my scripts, my poems, 
<laughs> even my voice. Then why in the world do I keep doing it? Well, because I have to. Music, art, writing, film and video, making jewelry, making songs, really anything creative is such a big part of who I am as a person. I really have no choice. Gotta do it. And you know what? The sting of rejection is far outweighed by the satisfaction that comes from having somebody truly appreciate what I do. When someone tells me that my song, my artwork, my video, or whatever I made made them happy, it makes me happy. So, whether you get rejected because of your unique plumage or because someone thinks your horse is a possum, it's all okay. Don't give up and don't give in. Rejection can be helpful. It can even be a beautiful thing. As Dr. Steve Mirabali once said, every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. And nothing beats that wonderful feeling you get when you can say, hey, look what I made. This is Jim Spruill. Thanks for listening. And check us out at zuzafilms.com. Tell me another story, Jim.